Hey everybody, before we start this uh, bonus episode of Anti-Capitalist, I just want to um, say a few things. First of all, um, the first song that we end up talking about is called uh, by a band called Pale Cocoon, and it is not, in fact, released by Bitter Lake Recordings. It is released by um, a label out of Portland, Oregon called Incidental Music, so sorry for that mistake, but you should also check out uh, stuff on Bitter Lake Recording because they do a lot of really good uh, um, Japanese um, like represses um, of like old records um, the next thing I wanted to say is that um, there is going to be another Bandcamp day where they take a, they uh, don't take any of the profit but they're going to donate a lot of the any profit that they would get um, to different organizations um, fighting racial justice in light of the killings of George uh, Floyd. There have also been a few um, bands and label who, labels who have decided to take the money that they make on uh, June 15th or a portion of that money and uh, give it to different bail funds and charities. So be on a lookout for that. A big shout out to Mark Plant from The Mall. I know that he's doing that just for, I think, the entire month. Um, he's doing it for more than a few days and he's paying the Bandcamp fees. Um, so he's just giving away um, a lot of money. Um, so please go ahead and support um, The Zone, support all of these bands that we talk about today. Hopefully we'll be doing this for a little while as you'll kind of be seeing but um june 5th june 19th go ahead and support bands um and buy some music on bandcamp.com there will be a lot of links in the description thanks i hope you enjoy let me try that again get a good one get a good one can it be a lot of this welcome do your best radio voice come on (laughs) all right everybody welcome to uh, a bonus episode of anti-capitalists this is anti-capitalists radio how was that that was good all right uh with me today is jim geis and patrick nordyke uh two friends of mine from the chicago hardcore punk music scene and uh we're going to be listening to um a few songs that uh, people can buy on Bandcamp. Um, we've picked, all picked out five different bands, uh, five different releases um, that are all available on Bandcamp. Every, the first Friday of every month, Bandcamp does, uh, doesn't take any of the fees for people um, who buy things off Bandcamp. And so it's a good time to support artists, support musicians, um, who have been impacted by not touring um, anything with like the coronavirus. So um, let's start off with just uh, some introductions. Tell us who you are. Um, let's start off with uh, Pat Nordic and tell us about what's been going on recently with you. So just what's going on recently, huh? Well, um, I uh, have the coronavirus. It's been great um lost my sense of smell for a bit that was really weird i couldn't taste anything some chest pressure but otherwise i'm fine two weeks off work right uh at the very least i might take a little bit more two weeks off paid and i might take a couple more just out of my own but aside from that 
Um, I don't know. I gonna my band Bruges is gonna release a record soon. Maybe we'll talk about that. Who knows? Um, it's not on my and, list. <laughs> uh, well, I, I don't know if the, this podcast is going to be long enough to play a song, so we'll see. But uh, outside of that, just, you know, trying to live my life, collecting records. All right. So, Pat, you've played in Bruges, and are you playing Bruges now? And you played in... Uh, I played in a- Angry, Angry Gods and Boiling Over with yourself yeah. uh, well over 10 years ago now. Uh, we just had the 10-year anniversary of the last Boiling Over show. The official last show, not the reunion the, show. Oh, yeah. That was, <laughs> that was not as fun, the reunion show, but... It was fine. It was okay. Cool. Well, you guys played a reunion show? Yeah. With... Where were you, Jim? Oh, my God. I don't God. know. <laughs> we were excited because it was supposed to be at the Arlington Heights Knights of Columbus, and we had never... Wait, had... really? It was supposed to be there. I don't was... think I ever knew that. You definitely knew that because that was like a, bi- a big thing for Tyler and TJ because they had never played there before. Huh. Um, like we hadn't played there as a band, but I, I played there with Weekend Nachos once when uh, I played for that Dave Tyag Memorial show. Oh, yeah, I remember that show. That um, but yeah, they, they were really bummed when it got moved to Chi-Town Football. And yeah. it, it, was, uh, it was like Kill Your Idols and Modern Life is War, so it was kind of expensive because they were like flying out or like a bunch of people were flying out just for those shows so i have no memory of this at all <laughs> i think it was in 2013 yeah okay i definitely was at the real last show i thought i had a poster somewhere but i don't but yeah i think 2013 yep cool and then we've got jim guys hey it's me jim <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't have the coronavirus yet. I'm sure I'll get it uh, at work from one of the people I work with. Oh, it's so um, It seems bad. It's fine. Overall. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I play bass in a band called Rash. Uh, I've played in a bunch of other bands. I play guitar in a band called Mycelium Cloak um, with Simon from Crack Vessel. He's old and I'm slightly less old uh and that's basically all i do nice and jim and i played together in Boilerman. i'm just going to talk about my bands uh, yeah and strangers and earth girls strangers and jim was in earth girls jim has filled in for a lot of bands um filled in for earth girls quite a bit because we couldn't (laughs) we, we, we never had a uh a consistent second guitarist so just didn't bother to fill that spot. Yeah. <laughs> Jim and uh, I once played a show together. We helped Crack Vessel do a, a Chain of Strength cover set. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we did do that. It was good. At, at a, like a grind show, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> it was very good. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to listen to some music now. Um, this is Pale, Pale Cocoon. Pat, you want to tell us a little bit about this? Uh, yeah, this is, um, I literally picked a whole bunch of stuff yesterday that I was mostly unfamiliar with. Um, and so this one, uh, the high quality reissue label Bitter Lake 
um, posted about this yesterday from New York. The guys also run, I think, Material World Records in New York, but they usually do um, like kind of obscure Japanese punk reissues um, and posted about this one it being kind of more, um, I don't know, they referenced a whole bunch of stuff in terms of ambient Japanese folk, post-punk, and just weird noise. So um, I was intrigued and played a couple songs and I was like, yeah, this is great. So. Okay, well, we decided to start off with a five minute and 13 second song. So, Hell yeah. <laughs> um, Bitter Lake also. You don't also, have to play the whole thing. Yeah, I don't think we're going to play the whole thing for this That's one. That's fine. But uh, we'll play at least the first couple of minutes. Um, yeah, that's uh, also Adam White is who did Katorga works, right? Does Bitter Lake work? I believe so, yeah. It All is, right. indeed. This is a great song. Sounds very Japanese so far. That one I was expecting. <laughs> So Joey, seems how you're in Japan right now, if you were listening to this, what would you be doing? Where would you be? I feel like I'd be listening to this while hanging out with cherry blossoms, dancing around in a very dreamy state. Joey's currently waving his hands in the air as if he's in a dream. It goes from like uh, like really creepy and like eerie 
and then like really good like kind of like German pop songs like this. I listened to a lot of this in the Home Depot parking lot this afternoon, and I had a really good time. Jim guys getting high in the Home Depot parking lot. No, just heat exhaustion. How hot is it now? It was really hot today. Right now it's not bad, because it's like, gonna storm. Jim, are there cops? Do I just hear sirens? Maybe it was just the music. No, I think that was the song. <laughs> <laughs> this is really good. It is I really good. You. This record runs the gamut. It like there's a lot of different types of stuff on here, which I really liked. I didn't listen to the whole thing, but I listened to probably about like half, kind of skipping around. It's really cool. has good tastes in music so i know i know yeah cool all right we all just don't listen to leatherface all the time joey yo that's a mistake that's if you don't fucked up yo i i really don't want you to say like sketchy shit on this uh thing pat <laughs> so can you refrain from talking bad about uh leatherface that's bad i'm not talking world. bad about leatherface i'm just saying sometimes it's good to expand your horizons that's all prove it prove that yeah <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen any evidence that that's true. <laughs> All right. So um, next up is uh, one of Jim's songs, um, Righteous Fist to the Teeth of the Wicked by Rip to Shreds. Jim, can you uh, tell us a little bit about Rip to Shreds? Uh, yeah. They are uh, a one-person death metal band um, from California. Uh, they put out their first record a few years ago and I really liked it. It was kind of like entombed-y, but with like more modern like production and some more like modern touches. Um, and they he's put out a lot of stuff since then, uh, like a lot of full lengths. He just writes music at like a really quick pace. Um, and this is the most recent record. Um, and I think it's really good. It's very like dynamic. It pulls from a lot of different places without being like overly eclectic, I guess. Um, and I think the the record release show for this record got canceled. Um, so I think it would be nice for people to give him some money. Nice. Yeah, this is Righteous Vest to the Teeth of the Wicked by Rip to Shreds. 
That's such a sick song name. It's about um, punching people who besmirch the name of Leatherface. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> The production on this is a little bit uh, better than the uh, some of the earlier releases, right? Yeah, I think this is like a pretty big step up. I don't know if he's self-recorded some stuff. I don't know what exactly, but I think the production on this is like really, really good. Yeah. The guitars have like that like buzzsaw tone. I love it. So I was looking up some stuff about Rip to Shreds. Apparently they have two different uh, lineups. One that plays in America and one that plays in Taiwan. Yes. Uh, I think that's because he did like a tour of Asia. And just like, since he records everything himself, he can just have different lineups for different countries, which makes sense. So you don't have to fly. It makes touring internationally a lot cheaper, you know? Right. He can just fly himself out. That guitar solo is so sick. I went to... Ooh. Yeah. Really good. Um, I went to a, a store in Taiwan, like in Taipei, and I met this guy who owned the store. It was like a kind of a record store, kind of just like random like resale shop. Like they had like leather, you know, uh, leather jackets there and shit like that. So like punk and metal stuff. And I was talking to the guy there, and he plays in a band called Bazooka. And so I was, I was wondering, I forgot his name, but I wonder if he was like one of the musicians who's there, uh, like who plays with Rip to Shreds. That would rule. I yeah. love the name Bazooka. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, that's great. a great name. The, the band's pretty cool too. Um, but yeah, I remember when I when I went there, um, like my friend Max had told me about the store. Um, Max, who was in like War Crime and Dust Eaters with me, um, he had gone there. And so I'm like, oh, I'll love to check it out. And the door was like, kind of like, it was, it was open, but it was like, uh, the shutters were like kind of half down. And so like, I'm like, oh shit, it's not open. And I just kind of like knocked. And the guy was in his underwear playing uh, on like a uh, playing guitar. <laughs> And he came out. He's like, "Oh, sorry, one minute. Let me let me get dressed." I'm pretty sure he just lived at that shop. Too. <laughs> just That's like, awesome. I respect just, that. Yeah, it was cool. But uh, that was awesome. Ripped to shreds. Really, yeah, that band's fantastic. Really fucking good. All right. So um, their their I, artwork too is really great. Just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, it it is very good. The people should pick up the records. The records are awesome. If you can find them. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's sold out, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to take this a different direction. And uh, this is uh, the... Weatherface? Um, no. Don't worry. Oh, man, it would have been great to go to the band that kind of sounds like Leatherface. Uh, that I have There's still time. This. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go with The Mall. Um, this is off an album called Zone. This is uh, Mark Plant, uh, who is a friend of ours, um, whose uh, album is kind of blowing up he's uh been doing quite a lot of stuff and he like released this earlier this year um february 20th be exact and you know it's blown up on uh on the youtubes uh got a lot of views um he's sold out uh of 
his tapes, but you can still buy things digitally. And I think he's got some shirts for sale. Um, so you can buy those or yeah. So this song is called Birthright by the Mall. Have you guys watched any of his live streams? No. No, he's done a few. They're pretty cool. Through Instagram, YouTube? So through, I think through Instagram and one through Facebook. Um, I watched two of them. But he also did a, uh, a DJ set. And he like had it be like a thing where people cooked and ate. And he would provide the soundtrack for them cooking and eating. That um, rules. But he, um, you know, he took donations for, like, I think, like, a food bank in St. Louis or something like that. And, like, raised over $1,000 or some shit like that. Whoa. That's awesome. Dude, that's yeah. I love these samples. It's like someone's, like, revving a motorcycle. <laughs> When I first heard this, I didn't realize it was all Mark, so I didn't realize that it was Mark doing the vocals. Yeah. And the vocals, to me, remind me of that band Bad Breeding. Have you guys heard this? Yeah. Band? Yeah. I don't know why. They, they sound like that to me, so I was surprised to hear that that was Mark. It's kind of like that deeper good. register, like, yell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, I, I, I was, uh, I mean, like, I really like this when I, like the first time I heard it, but I was like pretty surprised as well because like Mark did like military police as well before, but this is, this is like right up his alley, but like I was surprised how well, how much people really liked the, the streaming, right? Um, but I think it like, it's like, it's so subtle that it really works well with this. Yeah, it's not right up front. It's like a little bit buried, which I think is, Great. Yeah. yeah. This is great. Yeah. I have the cassette. He sent me a shirt as well. So they are very cool. I have a, a, a lavender shirt. I should have worn it today. All right. So that is the first round done. All right, I think Pat is up next. Pat, who do we have? We have... Uh, say you tell me, I can't remember what order I gave them to you in. Human Snake. Oh, no, the, wait, this P22? Oh, yeah, 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 P22 from uh, Los Angeles. All um, right. Off the record, Human Snake, the song we're going to listen to... The industrial, to... Industrialist Heartthrob? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen like, a lot of people compare this to like Poison Girls or maybe some uh, crass material, but I think it's a lot more, a lot more hardcore influenced. Um, though there are some songs that are like real good, like post-punk bangers, but yeah, it's just really, really solid, good, like punk. Nice. Let's take a listen. A good use of the cheater beat. <laughs> yeah, she does that a lot, but she's also does amazing kills too. Dude, I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not making fun of that. There's, there is good use of the cheater beat. 
I feel like it's only a cheater beat if you're going fast. Otherwise, you're not cheating, you're just doing your thing. Right. Yeah. Well, it's like that right, like, fast. Because, like, um, you know, like, Infest does that, but it's, like, incredibly fast. Yeah. But, like, black metal bands do that really fast. But, like, yeah, if you're trying to do, like, a hardcore beat that, like, is, like, you know, the, like, the really fast quarter notes, I guess. This is cool. Speaking of, like, bad breeding, it's, like, this is one end of the spectrum, and bad breeding is the other end of the spectrum for, like, what I want from, like, peace punk or, like, kind of, like, crassy kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, I either want it to be weird and, like, borderline atonal like this, or I just want it to be super aggressive at this point. Yeah. That's a great ending. <laughs> I know, right? It's a good, like, good track. Great band, too. Yeah, no, that's really cool. I like that a I've lot. not heard this band. I'm going to check this out. This is really cool. Yeah. All right, Jim, I think you are up. Do you have one ready to go? Um, I may have sent you... Hang on, I need to get out of Zoom so that I can send you links. Let me see if I can do that. That's the next one. Ooh, this is Goon, right? Yeah, I, just, I switch up my list a little bit. Cool. Did you have a song? Uh, you gave the song, right? Just the yeah. single track. Nice. Honestly, this record, I think, is it's not very long. And I think the the way that it hits the hardest, because my favorite song is the last song. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think it it hits hardest and is most effective if you listen to the whole record before you get to the last song. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's what I would recommend if this is interesting to anybody who's listening to it. Just listen to the whole record. It's like nine songs, probably like 15 minutes. Who's this band? Goon? Um, yeah, this is a band Goon from Denver. Um, it's John Menchaca, right? Yeah, oh, no John Menchaca okay. plays bass in it. Um, this Luke? label, Convulse, who actually is doing the, the next Rash record, uh, put it out. And this is probably my favorite like hardcore release of last year. It's just cool. very like driving and aggressive. Uh, but it's not super straightforward necessarily. It's got uh, one of the Fielder twins, right? From Chase Ambler. Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't I be surprised. That would make sense to I me. I think so. Um, the one who does what, the the pop band Planted. Do you know that band? Yeah, I didn't. That uh, would make I, sense. I think that's him. But um, yeah, let's check it out. Stuck in a Trash Can by Goon. That's a great song title. Up a little. Oh hell yeah! The vocal splat. <laughs> oh, this is so good. A lot of good vocal splats in this band. Yeah, he's just got a lot of personality. Ooh, that's cool. I like that.
A little reverb, okay. I feel like they use this stuff like this really tastefully that like kind of pepper it through the record in a way yeah. that is not like overdoing it that I like a lot. They're they're doing a lot of things in the in a one minute and forty-five second song. Like, there's totally. so much going on, like in so many different changes. Yeah, like this whole second half of the song is completely different. I love the artwork too. I'm pretty sure that that artwork is um, Alex AJ Fielder, the one of the Chase Hambler dudes. Like that's that's his style for sure. Um, but it's great. Um, yeah, that awesome. was really good. Really, really, a lot of good personality in the vocals. That's awesome. All right. So because we were kind of going with um, peace punk earlier. Um, I'm going to go with a Japanese band that I wanted to talk about. And I don't know if you guys have, um, let me see. This is a problem because I don't remember the song that I wanted to play. Um, but this is a band called Maze. Um, and uh, they actually had to cancel two tours because of the coronavirus. But they are probably, uh, they're definitely my favorite Japanese band at the, of the moment. Um, yeah. Uh, Maze, uh, let's go with, I think Pain in the Gum, or no, Spread the Germicide. Let's go with that one. I'm bad uh, at remembering the names, so this could not be the one that I want, but let's check it out. Spread the Germicide by Maze. It's really shitty recording. This is from one of their demo tapes. Is someone in the lip ups recorded it? Oh yeah, it's Masaru from the Lip Ups in Mailgo. You know, um, Lucky released, uh, Lucky Records released uh, an LP. That makes sense. Yeah, it's totally good style. Actually, the production is great for this. Yeah, no, I mean, like, it fits. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, stuff like this gets too polished. It's, it loses that like, game feeling. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're really, really fun to see. Is it just a four piece? Yeah. Um, Erica, the singer, um, used to play in. Oh, I think it's Erico. Sorry. Um, Take a trip down under. Pat, you're up. Um, yeah, so the next band is Exec. I think that's how you say it. Um, it's a split with the band Novel. Uh, they're a Australian, 
another post-punk band. Um, some of their material works for me. Some of it doesn't. I think there was a record, uh, might be Iron Lung related, that it's like kind of like the guy's just like talking over music. And that didn't do too much for me. But this song, Lottery of Inheritance, is fantastic. Um, I think there's uh, so, some sort of relation to some people from Total Control, Eddie Current, that whole scene. But yeah. Right, it's from Melbourne, so a lot of those different bands uh, have other bands together. Yeah, and I'm sure Mikey Young produced it, so. Yeah. Oh, here's, an, <laughs> here's another fucking long song from Pat. Is that better? Yeah. Yeah. Turn it down just a little bit. You're still making the same face. No, <laughs> this is cool. I actually don't really like Total Control. So when I heard that it was something related to Total Control, potentially, I was like, all right. But this is very good. Cool. Yeah, they're really good live. I caught them at the bottle a few years back. I think right after Physical System came out, Singer was wearing a fucking cool uniform choice. I have a really cool uniform shirt. <laughs> but like it matches with like kind of like I need someone to teach me. Jim and I were just talking about it. What if it's a maybe it's a drum machine? Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Sure. It all it like sounds like compartmentalized like that. Even though it says there's someone that's a drummer, but. Well, I think that they, I mean, they also have someone who's doing samples over it. Yeah. Could be recording that, you know. They've got a DJ. Like all the best bands. Yeah. Like DJ Lethal from The Fist. Did you guys know that Vane has a DJ? The Ooh. band Vane? Like, I've never listened no. to that band. Where, aren't they? Where are they from? Like, they're like a happy band, right? They're like a hardcore, like, they play hardcore shows, and people pretend they're not a new metal band, but they sound like Slipknot and have a DJ. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a lot of those bands. How do you, how do you progress heavy music? You have to add that DJ or something. It's the only way. 
Vic, who is in Sore History and Cheap Vacation and Ghost Towns and a bunch of other um, bands, plays drums in it. What was um, this band with Melody? What was that called? That was Sore History. Oh, Sore History. Okay. Yeah. Um, good band. Uh, this band is based in Northwest Indiana instead of in Chicago like those other bands. Um, it's also much heavier. It's like some of the older stuff that he he did, like... He was in the Screamo band called Ghost Towns. That was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, this band is just like a, I don't know. We were talking, he and I were talking the other day about the term Screamo. This is probably a Screamo band, but you know, it's a, it's a, a weird loaded term. I think it's not the dirty end of Screamo. No, it's <laughs> it, like, it reminds me more of like page 99 Sidhu Caterpillar type stuff. Oh, okay. That's than, cool. Like, you know, Touche Amore, La Dispute. Um, yeah. And all of their proceeds from this are going to a Northwest Indiana food bank. So give them That's your money. Cool. All right. So this is Untitled Seven by Vac <laughs> from the album Two. because he does weird little stuff but isn't like overly busy which I feel like a lot of screamo type bands suffer from like waves and drums going on at any given time. Yeah. Very tasteful. Really 
that band uh, Capsule. I can see that a bit. Sure. Right? Yeah. Like more like I'm like the heavier like like maybe influenced by like floor or torch or stuff like that. Yeah, just kind of like ugly and heavy. Yeah. There's some faster stuff on this this EP too, but this just felt like a good uh, a good illustration of like the type of vibe we're going for. Yeah. This is really cool. I like the the guitar and bass tones in this recording a lot too. Typically a, a good sign. Handful of amps. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you. That was VAC. Thank you, Jim, for that one. Uh, no I'm going to take us back to Melbourne, Australia for this band. And I'm pretty sure I've talked about this band quite a bit with both of you guys. But yes. um, this band called None is, I've been jamming quite a bit recently. Um, and I think it's again members of like total control that that, that world, um, but it's all drum machines, samplers, synthesizers, um, and vocals over the top. And this song is called "Evoke the Sleep." I love the album artwork for this record. Yeah. yeah. I actually just I like bought them. one of their records the other day. Ship it. Well, I tried to buy it from a label in Germany. And uh, they're like, we actually can't ship anything because of the coronavirus. So they can't ship it to Japan. But we'll let you know when we can. <laughs> I've been trying to find their records. They're hard to, they're hard to come by. You mentioned you'd be able to get them pretty easily being in Japan. I mean, it's not that close. Right. I mean, it's closer than Germany. Yeah, but I mean, like, I think that, like, uh, they don't have a whole lot of... I, I don't know how many, like, records they have that come out in Australia. There's, like, I don't think there's many record pressing plants in Australia. I think that's part of it. There's probably fewer labels. Yeah. I like the vocals a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, sounds, it sounds like they were like maybe doubled up, possibly. Yeah. I love those little like extra hits in like there, like this one's like I'm changing up the sound of the snare drum. Yeah, I love how the snare sounds. It sounds like a weird like piece of static from a Game Boy game or something. Right. <laughs> like, it's very like blown out and gross. Yeah, it works really it's, well. It's anarch it's anarcho punk, but just as a, a synth thing. Yeah, exactly. 
I like the song name Terror Maze a lot. Really great name for a song. Yeah, I was like, I wish this band would do more. I mean, I don't know if, like, they came out with a record in 2018, but I don't know if they've done a whole lot of, like, touring or anything like that. I want to see this band tour with Maze. Yeah, that'd be really good. Um, yeah, the Maze was supposed to be for the West Coast and Japan with Warm Body from uh, Kansas City. So you know that band. Yeah, I was excited to see them too. There's, there's like a really, really good show um, that was like supposed to happen on like March 29th. And it was like two weeks after we went like kind of like full lockdown. I was just like, oh, I wish it would have been able to see that before everything went to shit. But then they would have probably been stranded in. in yeah, that would not have been great. We had a show here spectral voice and crypts and horrendous were gonna play a show on like april 11th or something like that and that was like almost two weeks exactly after shelter in place started in chicago and it was like that show's totally not gonna happen i don't think that tour happened at all i don't think crypts came over uh, i think the, spectral voice canceled the whole thing yeah they ended up canceling the whole thing i mean it makes uh, sense yeah it would yeah. not have been wise for a european band to come to the u.s at all yeah, I mean, it sucks. It seems like uh, it's going to be a while before touring picks up again. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. Well, we can keep doing things like this, which doesn't actually take make me feel much better, but, you know, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, I'm really glad that you picked this next band. Um, because I was thinking about picking something from them. Yeah. Well, I, it's kind of, um, I think it's a good showcase. Obviously, it's, it's, it's Civic Center, um, Chicago Research Band, but also more, uh, this is their full length on American Dreams Records run by Jordan Reyes. Um, I think it's like the joining of two really good labels right now um, to do like the, the Civic Center record. But Amer American Dreams... I don't think it's as much hype as Chicago research does. Um, and they put out some awesome records like the mute duo record. Um, there's a, a really good ambient record by a band called forest management. Um, and yeah, then they're doing the, the civic center record. Um, yeah. I, I like it. It's, I really like that they kept like the bass is kind of like the rhythm backline to all the civic center stuff. So it's not just like a uh, gothy synth driven. Um, I think it, gives it a really good uh i don't know it's just really good all right cool we're gonna check out high beams by civic center should have probably started at like 10 seconds in <laughs> this is like <laughs> it's all about setting the mood joey Sorry. You, know, you need a little patience. You know, I just listened to too much Leatherface and I need it like now. <laughs> right? So. You need someone growling in your ear ever so slightly. Immediately. Yeah. I like Jack's vocals. Yeah. 
So it's Blake, Jack, and who? Clement? In the in this band? Yeah. Jack does vocals. Blake does like synth and like noise stuff, and then is there a, ba a bassist, right? Clement's bass. I think so. I haven't seen him yet. Also, yeah, how creepy is that? How creepy is that artwork? It's very creepy. It's it's very fitting. Who does the artwork? Do you know? I don't know. It's cool because it doesn't fit like the artwork from a lot of the other things that kind of like I guess like sound like this or like not necessarily sound like this, but like you know like Molchat Doma has that. Uh, like style and yeah it's like even like even like the mall has like a kind of style where it's like you know you've got one color in the background and then something like black on top of it like it seems like like everyone's doing that um at the moment which is a cool i think it's a cool style but this doesn't fit that and i think that's um, a good thing yeah this yeah. is much softer looking Cool painting. I think I think I read something that maybe it was done by Clement. Maybe, maybe. I like that the uh, the vocals are like just under the mix almost. Yeah, same. It just kind of doesn't go anywhere, also. Mm -hmm. Until Frankie Stubbs comes in and starts growling. <laughs> Tells everyone how to bake a potato. <laughs> but everyone knows. Everybody knows. Okay, but for real, Frankie Stubbs' vocals over this music would probably be really good. I'd be yeah. into it. That was High Beams by Civic Center. All right, and then we've got a Gym Guys one up next. We got Ritual Mass. Yeah, uh, this is another death metal band <laughs> uh, because all I listen to is metal now. Um, this EP uh, I heard a couple months ago. Um, it's relatively, I, I don't know, it's been out for almost a year but the, the like final version of it just came out so it's kind of been on my mind um it's just like full-on bulldozer the whole time it's it's only four songs but they the longest one i think is three and a half minutes um they're just like very heavy and like unreasonably aggressive and to the point which i i like a lot of metal music just gets a little long-winded and they do not at all nice let's hear it this is siva at the right hand of the lord by ritual mass This sounds like a hardcore. What's that intro that it sounds like? 
It definitely does. Oh, that's cool. As opposed to Rift of Shreds, this just has like no subtlety at all. Yeah. It's just, it's like <laughs> super ham fisted the entire way. It's just oh, real lovely. Does Pittsburgh have like a, you did a split like a, with uh, one of your black metal projects, right? Oh, uh. The Leather Chalice, they weren't from Pittsburgh, though. Oh, okay. Uh, but Pittsburgh does have, like, 20 bucks spin, I think, is based out of Pittsburgh. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. Pittsburgh has some metal stuff going on. I love that part where they're pinging on the snare. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Joey, are you enjoying this? Yes. I do like metal. <laughs> <laughs> I've been getting back into metal because they were sent me stuff like Rift of Shreds. Oh, Rift of Shreds are great, yeah. Yeah. Yo, oh, this is out. so good. <laughs> so dumb. It's so dumb. Like so dumb. Big idiocy. Yeah. Yeah, I can see some crowd killing going on. What was that? No, no, no crowd killing, just lots of like this. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna. One of the, ba the band that I chopped to talk about Goon was this band called Nimbifer. Oh, yeah. I think yeah, you yeah. would really like that. It's like black metal. Yeah, I, like, I, I checked but, out the song. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Where are they, where are they from? Um, Europe? Yeah, they were Country like Germany, right? Germany. I think they like Germany, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. And they're not racist as far as I can tell, which is <laughs> a, a nice rarity. <laughs> Added bonus. All right, cool. So this is, I know, a band that uh, Jim knows very well. Um, Joey's like, all right, cool. The death metal is done, so moving on. No, no, that was great. <laughs> Next I really, band. I, I really like that. <laughs> Shut up. Um, Jim, I think you were the one who showed this to uh, Chris and me. So yes. um, this is a band called Outpatient, but um, I've been telling a lot of people about it. Um, I'm not sure which one we should play. Hmm. Do you have That's any tough. preference? The Flowers Gathered is really good. Yeah. That's the one that like really hooked me initially. It's the first right. track, so it's kind of obvious, yeah. but. Yeah, I was thinking You're So Cool is really good and it's about me, so. Yeah, uh, do it. <laughs> Now we're going to do uh, Flowers Gathered by Outpatient. All right. It's uh, rare to find pop punk like this, um, especially in 2020. Yeah. What do you mean by like this? 
I mean, like, I don't know, like, kind of like what Boilerman was doing for, like, kind of like a gruffy style of pop songs where it's, like, still very punk, but, like, has, like, maybe, like, a... It's, like, poppy, but maybe has, like, a little, like, darker side to it. Yeah, like, there's a heaviness to this. It reminds me of, like, Unfun a little bit. Yeah, I definitely got like unfun vibes. I mean, like maybe it's like British Columbia, but what was that band we played with a couple times? Poor form. Poor form. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm thinking of poor form for sure. It also reminds me of Monikers a bit. That makes sense. All high compliments. I love all yeah. of those bands. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if I like the vocals. Really? The vocals feel the deal for me. I definitely I love, I love them. They remind I mean, me of the Stillers. A... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to say, this isn't my style of music either, but... I thought you would be into it. Um, I mean, like... I like, feel like, like you've you showed me this band before. Yeah, I probably did. This just came out the other... Um, like in January, so yeah. Yeah, it's new. It actually, it reminds me of Nirvana a little bit too. And like, a, oh yeah, like I can see that. Yeah. I mean, like, again, maybe it's like being from British Columbia, but it reminds me of M Blanket as well. Totally. Yeah. Just uh. Yeah, I'm really glad that I get to play that song. I feel like, uh, again, there's not that many bands that sound like this in these days, so. It's cool. So yeah, check it out. it's nice to, to hear something like that. Yeah. To me. And you, as you can tell by very few people that like support it on Bandcamp, they could probably use some money. So. Yeah, for real. I don't know what this band's deal is. I don't know how active they are, but yeah. I mean, they put out an EP two years in a row, so they're doing yeah. something. Fuck, we got they're another. Also from a really cool place called Kamloops. <laughs> True. <laughs> yes. All right, let's get back to it. Next up is Pat, and he included a compilation. Yeah, uh, so this is a compilation called Nocturnal Freedom. Um, a whole bunch of bands from the record label Moon Worshipper, uh, kind of like a dark ambient black metal uh, record label out of Omaha, oh, maybe? Omaha, Nebraska. Ah, Omaha, there you go. Um, I believe one of the guys that does this is in Bib, so there's a always a hardcore connection somewhere. Um, but yeah, lots of really weird music. Um, but the one that grabbed me was the satanic abortion song. Um, yeah, just, it's just really creepy and really good black metal. Cool. Satanic abortion. And the song is resurrection slash abandoned.
sounds of the haunted house, and this is similar. That's a compliment. <laughs> I remember when I was younger, I had like, goosebumps and soundtrack. This is on the lowest um, possible setting of That's it. There's no guitar in that song, is there? I don't know. It's so that, good. <laughs> I think it's just it's like ambient noises, drums and vocals, which is it, it's cool. It's interesting. Yeah, right. So all right. So I want to switch up the order a little bit because we're on our last round, and the last band is going to be a real big bummer. So I want to kind of uh, <laughs> keep things going. <laughs> So um, I'm going to go first, and this is uh, off of um, or the self-titled album by PC World, um, and it's called Running Man. Yo, you realize the song is four minutes long, right? Four minutes and 36 seconds. That's very long for you. Basically forever. Yeah. Strap in. But the difference between this song and the next one is that this one's good, so. <laughs> huh, interesting. I'll be the judge of that. So this is uh, one of those uh, two pieces where one person does the music and one person does the vocals, which I think is pretty popular right now. Um, and they are one's from England and one's from Australia. So. I bought this last time and had a free day. And um, it's out on the tape label out of uh, out of Cincinnati. I think like wasted wasted tapes. Um, but I think there's like seven inch versions other places. Like I think that's just the, the US version. Um, but I also bought uh, the Surf's tape. Do you guys know Surf? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's songs of Surfdom. Which great, I, great, great record. Which I think might be Dylan from Vacation, isn't that? Oh, interesting. I mean, Surf's are from Cincinnati. I think I've seen the Vacation reference with them before. Yeah. This is very cool. Yeah. It I really like something, like, but I can't put my finger on it. I like those like kind of like things. I don't know what they would be like. The, like uh, the Depeche Mode sounds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So much shit going on. 
Yeah, I like the like the kind of like low instincts that just came in. Yeah, me too. It's not, the tone of it is very good. Yeah, my uh, parents have to send this out. I ordered a bunch of tapes and uh, a few records. My parents are going to put together a care package for me whenever it's safe to send things abroad, I guess. What do you think the song is about? Running Man? I don't know. What do you think it's about? Uh, the cathartic need to topple the plethora of high-rise apartments. Oh, uh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect timing. Oh, wow. I feel like this would fit on the soundtrack of Demolition Man. Yes. It, it sounds very like what... It sounds like what people in the late 80s, early 90s thought future music would sound like. Definitely. For sure. I like that. What's the, uh, what's the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Is it Arnold Schwarzenegger? Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> I was no, gonna say no. Oh. No. I just watched it too. Anyway. Junior? When? No, maybe it's <laughs> It. It's one of his uh, like post-apocalyptic movies. Not Total Recall. Cool story, bro. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> So that was Running Man by PC. Oh, World. the movie, the movie Running Man. There it is. <laughs> I was like, fuck, what's the name of that movie? <laughs> the Running Man. Oh, jeez. All right. Um, so we are going to end with a bit of a snoozer. All right. Um, actually, it hasn't been shared with me yet. Jim, can you uh, send that uh, one over? Yes, hang on. What, what is it we're going to listen to? I wonder. Yeah, um, but it is coming out on the day, right? Yeah, this, this record that I don't know what we're going to talk about, but it will be coming out uh, June 5th, the date of uh, the Bandcamp Day. There is one member of this band who is generous and considerate and sent me a link to this record unlike all other members of this band who did not do that <laughs> wait are we going to talk about this first us it's a band god damn it god damn it i, I want to talk about it but it's okay sorry God damn it. Right. Leave it to Bruges to mess yeah. everything up. By not actually having uh, things on Bandcamp yet, so. Well. Bunch of cowards. Gee, thanks. Friend of the podcast, Maddie Russell, sent this to me. Yeah. Ooh, how's Maddie doing? 
Uh, he's slowly uh, losing his mind. He's he's re- renovating his studio, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh my god, I can't remember the name of the studio, but it's in Park Ridge. Um, is it yeah, it's a really states? What band is it can't really record. It is. Right? I think it is altered states. No, we recorded this record there. No, but like, can't like? Did you do it during the lockdown? No, we did it um, in March, early March. Mm. Yeah, I don't I think, think uh, I don't think bands are allowed to record right now if they're bands of more than like one person. You know. Yeah. So good time to renovate. When Rash recorded there, it was really really hot, and he said that they are upgrading the ac which is pretty awesome for all bands that aren't us hell yeah nice so do a lot of people record with him manny oh yeah he gets a lot of a lot of people he's a good engineer um i mean really we all dylan helped out a lot too with this as well um you could argue that it was recorded by the band um i don't pushed a lot of buttons i don't know about it (laughs) Did a lot of engineering. I know a lot about chords, so. Um, <laughs> That's so we're talking about really the greatest. About recording. So hey, we're talking about the chords. greatest band from Chicago. No offense, Jim. Uh, we're obviously we're talking about Bruges here. Uh, I'll take the lead on this. Um, this, this is Jim's like... song. <laughs> yeah, actually, I want to hear Jim talk about this, not me. It's too long. <laughs> uh, no, it's good. Uh, this is the song that I, I picked because it's like, it feels the most immediately like, it, it, it has like the most immediate hook, but uh, it's Bruges. And I feel like this is like a, this whole EP, well, I don't know, is it an EP? Is it a full length? What do you consider it, Pat? Uh, I think it could be a full length because it's 40 some minutes long. Oh wow. Yeah, it's a lot, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's like seven a songs. It, uh, it's a lot different than the last Bruges recording, which I appreciate. Um, oh, nice. A lot more dynamic and it's a lot more like good sort of layered well i wouldn't say good <laughs> it's but more good it's more or less good um <laughs> but yeah this this song i've, I've only listened to the album a few times because i haven't had it for very long but uh this was the one that i like recognized from having seen you guys play it um, oh sure and i feel like it it's a good it's a good intro to Bruges for anyone who hasn't heard you guys. All right, this is Bruges, and the song is 05 layering 4.23.20 master v2. Very cumbersome. <laughs> oh. Sounds good. Good tones. Good chords. Okay. okay, Joey. Yeah. When I sent this to you, how many songs did you get through? I listened to the whole thing. Just once. Once. Just once. <laughs> I listened to the whole you thing. You all have all day. Okay, so it was good. Now it, now it got bad. And there's just this guy doing slam poetry over this riff. <laughs> slam poetry. Funny story. We had. In one of the longer songs, there was a part where we almost toyed with the idea of doing some uh, some warrior spoken poetry. Oh, wow. <laughs> did not work. So thankfully we did. When when did this turn into Life of Agony? That's what I want to know. 
Life was agony. Like New York hardcore. I'm just thinking vocally. Oh. Oh, I don't know. The person from Life of Agony has got me. I don't know. How's me feeling? It's good. Working from home. Playing lots of golf, I guess. Virtual golf? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What genre of music is this? You know. Uh, the person that I would say would be like noise rock, probably. Even though I don't necessarily think that's indicative of the entire record. I think it's a big record for it. It's slow. I don't know. I don't know how to categorize any slow music that's not like sludge. Yeah. And it's not that. That's cool. It's called Screamo. That's probably the best thing. When you don't know what genre it is. But he's not really screaming, so when you just drop the scream and say that. Yeah, that's interesting. Something about a sweater wall? <laughs> a very, a very nice, nice sweater ball. You talking about the cap? <laughs> this song is about um, the eggplant sandwich I just made before doing, before doing this podcast. It was really good. It's cool that you had the foresight to write a song about it. <laughs> I know. I know. That's art. <laughs> I do really like how this song is very repetitious, but also like sort of builds around one or two main things. Done well. Good work. Thank you. This is probably the oldest song on the record, I think. Oh wait, no, no, it's not. It's not the oldest song. It's one of the songs that's off our demos. Recycling your trash? What was that? I said recycling your trash? No, no, no. No, we re-recorded the best song ever that we've ever written. That literally is the same thing the whole song. You should put the same song on your next record also. Just put it on every record. Don't dare me. <laughs> Do you change it in any way? Do what? Do you change it in any way? The song. It's a lot slower. Okay. <laughs> cool. Then do another one that's like like even slower or like faster than the original. Probably we'd probably just go even slower. Oh, I was gonna play it again on accident, but no, you can let it go again. That's fine. Yeah. People what a great people, song that people was. won't know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez.
That was fun, guys. It was good. Yeah. Um, so thank you, Jim and Pat, for joining me uh, on this bonus episode. Um, these are all things that will be available on Bandcamp on uh, Friday, June 5th, which is a day that um, Bandcamp does not take any fees. Um, they've been doing this since the start of the pandemic um, to support artists that are impacted by uh, the coronavirus. And so please uh, spend some money giving it directly to the artists who make it. Sounds pretty cool, right? I'm into it. Yeah. It's all you right. Need, yeah. Buy the Bruges stuff. Is there a label that's putting that out or is it just the digital tracks that you're... No, we're just going to put it up digitally. Okay. Cool. And then... Okay. Uh, and then be on the lookout for a physical release sometime in the future. But yeah, if you want to throw some money at Pat, that'd be cool. You know, he's got coronavirus, so... <laughs> can use. Does this money get funneled directly to you, Pat? Or do you, do you uh, no, unfortunately, it does not go directly to me. So don't give us money, because then it'll go to someone else in the band. Um, but also give us money. So paying for recording costs for Maddie, maybe. <laughs> give, give Maddie money. I like Maddie. Maddie's cool. He has a lot of expensive stuff that he needs to do for his recordings. Yeah. So many chords to buy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. I think this is uh, a good spot to end it. Cool. Um, yeah. Thank, thank you for having me. Yeah. Thanks, Hopefully. Joey. It's, it's been something. <laughs>